everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the One It's All podcast. I am your host, Jake Effelfinger, and this is episode number 21. doing thank you for tuning in again and if you follow me on instagram you saw that i hit the thousand download achievement which is always fun still a long way to go but that's pretty cool so to everybody that's downloaded even the ones that haven't if you've even listened to me for a minute thank you 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 and if it's terrible i'm sorry (laughs) if it's terrible i'm sorry (laughs) but i'm having fun so that's all that matters so you're just gonna have to deal with it or like with anything, if you don't like or it offends you, just turn me off. It's just as simple as that. Just turn it off. If anybody knows about the news right now, you've heard about Dave Chappelle. What the fuck? LBGTQ plus. <laughs> Leave this man alone. If you watch his last special, The Closer, you it, he said nothing wrong. You can't joke with every. You can't make jokes. It's unbelievable to me that this is a story. It's it's so much negativity around it, and I'm glad Dave didn't back down. I'm glad Netflix stood stood tall. I truly, truly feel bad for people that get offended and their days ruined from a comedy special. I really do. It's comedy, people. It's comedy. It's supposed to push buttons. It's if it's not funny, you can just turn it off. And that's not just what comedy is with anything. My humble opinion. But it, I mean, think about the nerve of that, right? You watch something, it offends you. You feel like you have the power to just be like, nobody else should be able to watch this because of my personal feelings. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. You got to be tougher than that. You got to be more thick skinned than that. Not everything in this world is going to be to your liking. If it's not to your liking, that doesn't mean it has to change and shift around you. That's just my, that's just my humble thought. Mic drop on there. Am I wrong? Am I missing something? Am I missing something from that whole situation? If I am, I apologize. But freedom of speech, being able to say what you want, as long as it's hate speech, it, that it is not. It's jokes. He's a comedian. It's not coming from a politician or somebody that can, just because he has a bigger voice. It's the same thing going on with Joe Rogan and the CNN thing, if you haven't heard about that. Lord have mercy. I mean, he went on there and said he took a drug ivermectin, right? Is it ivermectin or ivermectin? I don't know. CNN's trying to cover its tracks. It's just, and the only reason they're attacking Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle is because of their audience. If these guys, you you can turn on any comedy special, right? It's going to say some outlandish shit, and I love it. But it nobody cares unless it hits a certain level of audience. It's like they're scared. And they, whoever, it's like they, they realize they can jump on it. But Chappelle even said that it's not about the LBGTQ plus <laughs> community. It's corporate. So there's something bigger and corporate going on with this. So you just got to, you got to remember that on the back end, wherever you stand on it. I don't support hate speech. I don't support 
put anything down. But when you're talking about comedy and a comedy special, it just it just really gets me going. It frustrates me. You should be able to say whatever you want. Joke about if the joke fails, the joke fails. You shouldn't have to switch your whole thing up because of some one person's feelings or a group of people's feelings. Nothing he said was a lie. Just going to go with that. But he stood tall, which more people should do instead of backing down. Joe Rogan stood tall, making CNN. I don't know a lot about this channel, but that I'm not. I'm just not even going to say it. But it it's a lot of headlines, and it you it's a bigger picture, right? Everything's about the ratings and the and the power struggle and who's right and who's wrong. It's just so twisted. That's why I can't even engage with it anymore. But those two specific stories about comedians really. <laughs> Like, it just makes me be like, does anybody else get like a what the fuck moment? Like, is this really? Is this really? I can't help but always feel that this thing's a distraction from bigger things. They're trying to create a distraction, people. Anyway. So, yeah. It's been about a month since I recorded my last episode. And there's been reasons behind this. So, right before football season, I thought I was going to be engaged, like going down a different path with things. And like life always, you, there's different life moves that you make. I hurt my ankle. I was down and out for that for a minute. That wasn't always fun. Went on a little week vacation, made a career change, had family in town. So yeah, it's been pretty. It's, pretty, it's been a pretty active last month, I would say. So I'm going to go over some of that with you. Like, but because this is the one that's all podcast, I am going to lead with the, this episode's tall fact. Just to get it going, because once I get rambling, it's just going to be that it's going to go off the hand off the handle. So recently, since last time we talked, as recently as October 13th, USA Today. At over seven feet tall, Turkish woman confirmed as the world's tallest living woman. Her name. Ramesa Gelgi, G-E-L-G-I. You can look her up. Stands at seven foot tall and 0.7 inches and has once again broken a Guinness world record this time for the tallest living woman at just age 18 Turkey's Gelgi was titled the tallest teenager living in 2014 and now tallest woman 7.07 imagine trying to take her to the movies on a date like I thought it was tough for me but Jesus I mean imagine I mean the headroom that this lady needs Good for you. I, and um, and it sucks too because I'm reading here that she has an extremely rare condition known as Weaver syndrome, which causes accelerated growth amongst other abnormalities, including skeletal maturation. She's in a wheelchair, which sucks. I feel for her. Sometimes it means the gift and the curse of being tall. There's always something that goes with it. Like as I get older, I worry about my back more. I worry about my knees more. I just hurt my ankle and that's taking a little bit of time and it's just, I mean, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be seven, like six foot eight, 45, 50 years old hunchback. That's not the look I'm going for. So I got to stay on top of it. And I'm just mo prone for accents, hitting my head on things, that whole thing. So yeah, there you go. She's the tallest woman in the world. Swipe right. Let her know. Show her some love. Look her up. Go follow her if she's anywhere on there. She deserves it. She deserves the love. It's a gift and a curse, people. It's a gift and a curse. But at the end of the day, throughout it all, nobody can deny 
that you want it tall. <laughs> oh, I'm on fire today. Anybody excited about the World Series? World Series gets going. Braves to Astros in. Got to give the Braves credit for taking out the Dodgers, the defending champions. Seems like two rounds ago since uh, my Rays got taken out by Boston. But yeah, so I think it's safe to say that America and the world is going to be pulling for Atlanta because the Astros are still perceived as the cheaters. Rightfully so, by the way. But, I mean, you can't take anything away from them this year because you know people are paying attention to them. You know that they they are under the microscope. So they literally, I mean, this could be a way for them to change the narrative and no better way to do it than winning. If the sports has shown us anything, no matter what you did, no matter what you're accused of, or no matter what, what, (laughs) just anything, anything negative can be resolved in sports by winning. Sad, but true. Sad, but true. Anything can be resolved with winning. So if they win the World Series and they win it rightfully and they clearly beat the Braves, then I, I think that changes the narrative and people kind of forget about that. Not Dodger fans, though. Or uh, was it Yankees? So. So my prediction for this series, as much as I hate to say it, I just think they're really good this year and they have the better pitching. I'm taking the Astros in six. God, God forgive me for taking that because if you would have told me that two years ago, but yeah, I think I think the Bra- more experienced the Braves. The Braves are good. They got a bright future. They're going to be in a lot more of these over the years. But I think this is the Astros' year, and they're going to win this series four two and four games of two. That's my prediction from the one. It's all four two Houston Astros. You're welcome. Man, fantasy. So I want to apologize to everybody because before the season started, I uh, made some bold predictions and gave pretty much my glowing reviews and everything for Antonio Gibson, the running back for the Washington football team, previously known as the Washington Redskins. My apologies. I did not know he had a hurt shin. I did not know that he was going to be suffering the way he's been suffering and being limited in carries. Just going to put that as a caveat. Ryan Fitzpatrick gets hurt. If I had known that he had a a stress fracture in his shin, I would have not have made such a bold prediction and told everybody to go out and get him. He's still decent. He's just not elite. I wish in that place I would have taken somebody like Najee Harris from Pittsburgh. But so Antonio Gibson and another one that another rookie that I was high on and if I told anybody, I apologize, was Elijah Moore from the Jets. Now they're without Zach Wilson for two to four weeks. But I, Elijah Moore, I thought the Ole Miss product rookie was going to come in and be a slot machine nightmare or a slot nightmare outside threat. Nothing has happened yet. Now there still is a lot of season left. But those are my – it doesn't look like I was accurate on those. So my condolences to anybody that I pass that information off to. I'll try to do better next time. This is what you call a teachable moment. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's and will everybody calm their calm that calm your tits about the Kansas City Chiefs, please. Relax. And like I'm seeing Mahomes, it, they'll be fine. Just relax. It's you've seen these teams two four years ago, Brady and the Patriots got shellacked by the Chiefs, and everybody's like the dynasty's over. 
oh, they're struggling in the regular season. That's where you're supposed to get the kinks out. It's a longer season. Teams are prepping differently. Just relax with the Chiefs. They're going to be just fine. And don't fire these guys up. Don't poke the sleeping bear because they're still going to be in it at the end of the year. Mahomes is going to hit his stride. Every, every team faces adversity, people. That's why I love about sports. A team can only dominate for so long. And just relax with the Chiefs. They're, they're going to be okay. They are going to be just fine. Mark my words on that. They're going to finish no less than 11-6. and six. No, that's even a stretch. Uh, I'll go. Yeah, we'll say they're going to hit a hot streak. Um, I know I'm predicting this off of two bad picks, but just take my word for it. And trust me, the Chiefs are going to be just fine. Especially their division is real flaky too. Denver's not looking so great. Oakland's looking good, but if Oakland, all right, not Oakland, Vegas looks good. But if they've proven anything, is that they're going to fall off? And don't even. I forgot about the John Gruden thing, people. Damn, those emails are rough. But you can't. That that all. There's always a bigger picture. Somebody aired him out to dry. Somebody he took the fall. I'm not condoning anything he said. It's, but it was 10 years ago, and, I mean, they were harsh. But, it, I mean, was what Urban Meyer and everything did any better? He's still hired. Is it because it was written in an email? Because I could probably name you 30 athletes right now on any given team that literally have committed crimes, that that straight up have records, that straight up abuse people, that straight up hit women, have hit kids. So I'm just saying before you cast Gruden out to the side like he's this terrible, terrible person, just let's just keep things in perspective. What he did was shitty. The, the wording was wrong, and I the, the thing that he did, I just, I'm like, come on, man. Why put it in email? We all know how emails can be trapped. We all know. Like, even 20 years ago when I worked for a company, there was a fella that we worked with that got fired because... On his work computer, he downloaded porn. On his work computer. Thanks for ruining it for the rest of us. <laughs> that's, but still, like you got to be smarter than that, people. And that's the main thing with this is I kind of wish like he shouldn't have put it in email. But it, I hope it would. It's a it's a thin line when you're talking the racism thing and the whole. But it wasn't an issue until the he started throwing stuff around there about Michael Sam and all that, and then dogging the commissioner. But, I mean, every one of his players defended him, which is crazy. Derek Carr, I think, said it best. I, I love the man, hate the sin, and I think that's where you got to leave it. Because, I mean, we'll see what he does from here, but if, second chances of what this country is all about is what makes it so great. What he did, the wording, everything, it did not, it was shitty. But to play devil's advocate, let's take back in time 10, 15 years ago. Go in, you can go 10, 15, 20 years ago and uh, go on Netflix right now. I bet you can find 10, 15 plus movies that use language that doesn't hold anymore. Does that make it evil and wrong? No, I think it shows growth. I think you're missing the bigger picture here. It's progression. If they own it, like... Think about for a second anything you've ever done over the last 10, 15 years, right? Think to yourself, have I ever said anything where if it was printed and put on the news? No, right? Because you're perfect. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) No, seriously. Come on, man. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying we're all human. We all make mistakes. 
on every side of the fence, there's bad you can find. Not condoning, just saying. It's a, it's a just, hashtag just saying. But yeah, so that shit went down. And now Gruden, who built that team and did everything, is gone. The Raiders seem to be all right, but they've been known to fold. They've been known to start hot, finish slow. So all, Kansas City's got a lot of room, a lot of wiggle room. I would say the biggest surprise team to me is Cincy. I knew they were going to be good, but I mean, they're red hot right now. Will they be the number one seed when that's all said and done? No, but they are red hot right now. What they did to Baltimore was nuts. I was talk about a statement game early in the year, but let's just remember there's still 10 games left. <laughs> still 10 games left. I mean, you, you talk Cincy. I mean, Cleveland's bang, banged up, which is just their luck, right? They finally get that elite squad and nobody can stay healthy. Arizona, are they real? They seem to be. Bearing injury. I mean, Kyler Murray with those receivers, he has time to throw and they have the balance and the defense. And if J.J. Watt can somehow manage to stay healthy with Chandler Jones on that defense, that team's got every ingredient needed to get to the to the end. I mean, it's going to be, right now, it looks like it's going to be Arizona, Tampa, the Rams. Green Bay will probably be in the mix because they always are. And uh, as much as I hate to say, you got to think that the Cowboys, as long as they stay healthy, they should be right there. Dak can light it up and they're just coming off their bye. So give it time. I mean, so you got Cincy. And the, I mean, Baltimore's still going to be there. The NFC, AFC East, I mean, the Dolphins are dog shit. Patriots, you want to think they're going to improve. Mac Jones looks pretty good. The Jets, come on, man. Flush them down the toilet. And Buffalo. Josh Allen's good, man. I, I haven't watched a lot of him over the years. I've only seen his stats, but since he's my quarterback on my fantasy team this year, I watch a lot more of his highlights and everything, and the dude is a beast. By the way, he said racist comments in a tweet before he got drafted a long time ago. All this forgiven, right? I wonder why. I wonder if it's because they're winning and they're almost getting to the Super Bowl. Makes you think, right? Because if those got tatted right now, that what would happen if that story broke now? What did they say in life? Timing is everything. Hashtag just saying. Yeah, so Buffalo looks good. A team to watch out for in the second half is Minnesota. They're, they could be a problem. I think San Francisco, you're starting to see them wash out. Arizona. Uh, you, you want to think Seattle will be there. They always are. But you're going to see how this plays out in the next 10 weeks. But there's been a lot of surprises. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, them boys, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, who who punched a girl in college. You can look that up on YouTube. Hashtag just saying. See where I'm going with this? See, I'm not being any way. I'm just pointing out facts, right? It's one of those, well, he's not wrong type things. He's not wrong. All right, so that's my sports talk for right now. Let's move on to something else. So since the last time we spoke, like I said, I went on a trip. Went to New Mexico. And the thing I want to lead off with New Mexico is underrated I had no idea like I've always I mean I think when Breaking Bad was at its peak everybody was kind of whoa that place looks cool like I always thought it was intriguing I mean always like hotter than it really was um so decided to take a trip flew into Albuquerque from Albuquerque no flew in yeah flew into Albuquerque went down to White Sands National Park which you haven't been there holy shit that place is badass I think it's where they shot the Water runs dry video for boys to men. 
Yeah, pretty sure. And uh, that's how I pretended to be on there. I don't sing as well as them, but I feel like I felt I felt great. I felt like the water was not running dry. <laughs> Went over to Roswell. You walk into Roswell, 10 minutes, you're out of Roswell, and you feel like you're good with Roswell. It's a nice little, it's a sm- lot smaller town than I thought it would be. The Alien Museum's pretty cool. Like, if you just get into this mood of it and just have fun with it, like, <laughs> you can walk around the downtown area. There's a nice little place to eat for dinner. Stayed at the nice little hotel in there. If you just embrace it for what it is, you can have fun with it. If you take it too seriously, you won't. I mean, I feel like if you're on a drive like that anyway. But so I went from white sands to that, which is like the only thing out there. And then back up to Albuquerque. Now, driving around this damn state, holy shit. I mean, I had no idea it was so mountainous. The colors, the scenery, like how they build the, the houses and everything there. It's just a whole different culture. I was absolutely blown away. Like I thought there were strips of mountains, literally the whole drive. I mean, you're getting screenshot mountain. So if you, if you like road tripping, go to New Mexico, drove all around the state and didn't even realize when we got there that in Albuquerque, it was an annual thing that they missed last year, but it's like the biggest deal there. It's the balloon festival. And let me tell you, if you have something to do with the first week of October from here on out, I would highly consider going to Albuquerque for the for the Bloom Festival Fiesta. Bloom, uh, Bloom, yeah. Let me tell you, you it's like five hundred some balloons that go up in there. Make sure you go in the morning. We went. We woke up at like four a.m. Got down there by four thirty, five o'clock. Parked. Got down there. It was still dark out, and they start lighting up the balloons with the flames, with the sunrise in the background. Can't beat that with anything. And for how organized, whoever runs that show down there, bravo. Because y'all, you guys did it. I mean, it was so easy to get in and out of there. It felt like a party at 4.45 in the morning. Got the coffee in hand, walking around. It was nice and cool. And when it gets going, <laughs> you will not forget it. And I mean, you, you talk about you like posting photos and anything on social media. I mean, with I mean, every ten minutes you can do a hundred pictures. It it it's completely photogenic. It's got to be one of the most hashtag events I would imagine. I w- I would think. I mean, the scenery was beautiful. The sky was beautiful. Everything was just absolutely amazing. Highly recommend the Balloon Festival. Look it up. Sign up. We didn't. You didn't really need tickets. You can just pay at the gate when you go there. So you don't really don't have to worry about that in advance. But it does get crowded early. There's a morning. And an evening one. And if you're in Albuquerque for the day in that area, which is really cool, say if you don't do the fiesta that day or the festival, I I don't know which one's called. Chill out. <laughs> you can, They actually have the balloons going up throughout. the. You can see them throughout the city based on the route that they go, which was really cool. And there was a news story, the one that we went to that night. One of my buddies, shout out to DJ, uh, sent me a video showing the devil balloon flying in over traffic and the power lines. You can't make this up. Imagine not knowing that that was in the area and you just see this enormous devil face flying over you <laughs> into the power lines. <laughs> I mean, if you were having a bad day, that might put it over. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, you can look that up and uh, yeah. So highly recommend the balloon festival. I'm definitely going back again. That thing was no joke. I'll post pictures on the, on the Instagram Instagram, one at all, one at all dot Um, follow, like, subscribe, 
comment, let the feelings be known. This is episode number 21. You know it. So, yeah. And then after that, went up to Santa Fe. Uh, Santa Fe was a lot cooler than I was expecting. Like, we did a resort in Albuquerque and then a resort in Santa Fe. And just shutting down the cell phones for a couple days. The second resort we said didn't even have a TV in the room, which was wonderful. Like, But they had, like, eight pools, each a different temperature. And... I literally turned my phone off when I got in there and I was like, there's nothing that's going to change my life over the phone in the next day or two. I'm willing to take those odds and just laid in the pool, read thought of ideas, got my mind right, which I think we all need to do, especially when you have a lot going on, which I'll go into in a second, but you can't beat that. And driving around that, I was sad to leave and I can't wait to go back. New Mexico was good to us. New, I mean, that state, like I said, is underrated. That's all I can tell you. If you're looking for somewhere off the beaten path, that's not everywhere places everybody's going. Oh, and one thing we didn't check out, but I have a feeling if people like New Mexico, they probably like breaking bread and bread to call Saul and all that stuff. So we went horseback riding and one of the areas is where they did some of the breaking bad scenes and some of the better call Saul scenes, which is awesome. And uh, especially if you're a nerd about it, like I am, <laughs> those shows are ridiculous. I've been watching Better Call Saul since then, which is great. And I'm probably going to start Breaking Bad again. But anyway, uh, so went to um, so after so there's a place in Albuquerque, Walter White's house in in the show. Apparently, some lady bought the house and does not like or puts on a front like she does not like people visiting. Like if you can read, we read online like. You drive by and try to take pictures of the Walter White House from the show. There's a fence around it now. Apparently, that lady's very angry. She comes out. We'll flick off the camera and yell obscenities at you. Fucking awesome, right? We didn't get over there. Next time, for sure, I want to get yelled at by this lady. Apparently, she doesn't disappoint. Which one, if it's for entertainment purposes, that's funny. Good for her. And I, I hope she's making something from it. But if not, you have to know what that house is, right? You got to, I mean, just being, if you bought that house... And you don't know what Breaking Bad is or what why people want to go buy that house, you're crazy. But whatever. But you would think that she would know that and handle it a little differently. So maybe it's all a show and she just does it because it's made a name. But yeah, that was cool. That's in Albuquerque. And then went to uh Loretto Chapel in Santa Fe, which that is a fine little town. That was very really that was just lovely. A lot of Aztec stuff. The colors of the city, the little church where the stairs was built, that's really that that was really cool. Um, the food there, the the spa that we stayed at, got the massage. They had little chickens at this massage you could play or at this uh place you could play with. And they had a puppy pen where you go in, you lay with puppies. Come on, man. Why do you need a phone? <laughs> I don't care who you are, unless you're allergic to dogs. Any day that I pet a dog is a good day. My mood has never gotten worse from petting a dog, let alone a puppy that you don't have to take care of. You can just lay with and leave. Stop being such a lay down Larry. Yeah. So if you get a chance, I highly recommend it. If you need any advice, where to stay, what to do in the city, by all means, hit me up on Instagram, shoot me a message and I'll get you going from there and tell you, I'll recommend some good spots. New Mexico, underrated, highly recommend. Go do that. What a fun time. Yeah. So, uh, so New Mexico was needed because 
like everybody in this world, especially with this crazy stuff that's been going on the last few years. And I don't know if it's always been like this or if we're just more aware or if I'm just getting older and stuff starting to irritate me more. <laughs> but so I'm, I've been in kind of, I guess you could say corporate America for as long as I can remember, 10, 20 years, just working nine to fives, right? H customer service areas, working in payroll, doing thing like, so I, I, I would assist with processing payrolls for companies for like the last 10 plus years, right? Which is typically for the most part, you're in an office, you're in a cubicle running your companies and no disrespect to anybody that I worked with or anything. That's not, a, it's not at all what I'm trying to do here, but I'm just saying from a, you get to a point where you start analyzing what you want to do. Like I moved to Nashville six years ago to make a change, do something new. And that's where my path took me so far being here. But within the last year or so, I've been kind of directing in another area, trying to get everything together. And I've chose real estate as my, my new career path. So I've recently left the corporate nine to five job. Scary, right? Cause you're leaving a full-time job, but great in that if all great things come from a change, right? And within the last year, I think the saying that kind of resonates with anything is chaos creates opportunity. And I believe that I believe when shit starts hitting the wall, everything starts going off the rails. If you just pump the brakes and check your emotions and look at the big picture, there's so much opportunity there. Like the world is changing, right? The world's forever changing. We're changing day by day. Instead of freaking out about it, you got to adapt. So when everything started going down and people started getting laid off and this is when COVID first started, I was like, I'm not getting stuck as one of those people that's just working their whole life just to get let go, right? You've seen the movies, you've seen the TV shows and it, it just destructs people. I don't have kids or anything. So I have more flexibility and I understand that. But what I did is I got my real estate license back then just as a, okay, let, let me take a look at this field. Let me see if I like it. Cause there's so many real estate agents, right? And you want to get in it for the right reason. Mine's not for sales. I mean, sales are great, but I, there's bigger reasons for me to get into the field. And like, I wanted, it was a way to help people, which gives you purpose. It's a different job. You're out and about, which is what I want always be like open houses, meetings, checking in with clients and just meeting people and being able to genuinely help them. If you help somebody get a house, that's a big deal in their life. And it, that's a purpose right there. So you start looking for purposes right away. I like to do. I like making people happy. I like making people laugh. I like helping. Um, so yeah, I finally decided to make, like, it's scary. It's terrifying. Cause you're leaving a certain thing, but you're going for something else, which is how all great things typically happen. Right. If I fall on my face, I fall on my face, but I've recently went full time. So I've been busy doing my trainings and just kind of learning the field. So I, I'm a, I, I'm a full-time real estate agent now. So there's a lot goes into it. There's a lot of different habits you learn. You got to run, I'm running my own business now. So all that I've been kind of my number one priority, right? Just going on that different path. And if anybody's thinking about making a change and you're able to do it, I, I just encourage you to really think about it and consider it because you really do only live once. If a pandemic can't show you that, I don't know what will. The odds of us getting another one of these, I mean, this is uncertain times and <laughs> Side note, I cannot wait for the documentaries to come out so we can look back and be like, why did we do that? Did we really say that? 
Were we really that mean to each other? I can't believe we fell for that. I can't. It's, you, you see where I'm going. And those things are coming. They're going to get documentaries and waves in about a year or two. Once that first one hits and then they're going to have all of them, they always come in flocks like that. But yeah, I challenge you. If not now, when? I've procrastinated so much in my life. It's one of the habits I'm trying to fix. And sometimes you just got to, even if, even, even if that, that deck is stacked, right? Because switching fields, real estate's a tough business. And I, I kind of wish this is just me expressing, wish I took more time over the last few years, building relationships with people better. Like I've met people, a lot of people, but I'm not old. You lose contact and it's not a personal thing. Right. So there's just certain habits that you have to learn to stick with. And I love my people. Anybody I've ever met is, is a genuine love. Anybody that I'm friends with is a genuine love. And literally making people laugh is like my favorite thing. That's why I try to start a podcast. Cause and try to be funny at least, even though I'm probably not. Well, you just shut up. Um, yeah, so you gotta make a change. Change is not a bad thing, and like I proved when I moved to Nashville that I could move into a new city. I is it was a great thing for me. Getting up here now, trying to now it's time to challenge myself and go to something else. So yeah, big steps ahead. I'll keep you guys posted on my journey, whether I fall on my face or whether I fly sky high. I will let you know the highs and lows, ebbs and flows. It's going to be fun. There's going to be a lot to learn. And if you have any tips, I also have an Instagram page, real estate, Jake, six, eight, real estate, Jake, six, eight on Instagram. I often link a lot of it with the one at tall stuff. So everybody can say intertwine. But if you have anything that you want to message me, I'm based out of Tennessee. So I can, I can help you definitely locally, but if you need anything where I can refer you to anybody I know in other States, or if you just want to talk real estate, I'm literally a sponge. You can hit me up on Instagram. You can message me directly. I posted my cards and everything on there. Reach out. Let's live together. Let's live this life and help each other and do things instead of not doing things. Cause isn't doing things so much better. Now I heard a quote, um, from one of my favorite people. And the quote was kind of like what I need to expect going in and running my own business. Right. Because this is new to me. Like when you get into real estate, you often get in like most of the people and anything I've ever been to conference wise or whatnot, freedom, flexibility, helping all that stuff. Right. The catch to that is in order. And this is what I'm learning. And this is the phrase that has kind of been sticking with me lately. You just don't get to have the flexibility. You must first build the discipline. Building discipline in this field, running my own business, doing side jobs is a whole different thing than having that guaranteed corporate life. I decided to make this change. So whenever I realize bad habits, you got to look at yourself, man. You can't grow unless you can honestly assess yourself. So there's been a lot of in the mirror moments and it's going to continue to happen. It's going to continue to happen, but discipline equals freedom and flexibility. So keep that in mind. If you're going through the same thing, you just got to work. You just got to work. I like, I am beyond pumped to see where this will be a year from now, as long as with this podcast. So this is me just put letting everybody know what I'm going through. And it's just, it's got, 
ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. And I will, I will, I will keep you guys updated and posted with the journey, new lessons that I learn. We'll keep it posted. I'm going to every, in a lot of ways, this is like episode 21 right now. In a lot of ways, this is the beginning of season two. It's a whole new journey. I did the first 20 episodes, kind of figured out the process here on out. This is almost, I took a break, backed up. Now we're on to season two. In a lot of ways, it's what it is, even though there's no season, it's just straight episodes. So follow me, people. Let's let's grow together. If you're doing something that's new and exciting and you want to challenge yourself, let me know. We can go through it together. Because <laughs> there's going to be days I get on here and I'm going to be like, fuck. All right, so here's what happened. <laughs> I signed the wrong paper. Somebody sent in the wrong thing. My deal didn't go through. Karen cursed me out at the red light because I didn't hit my signal. You know that shit. And I also do my own side hustles as well. So yeah, being independent, there's something to say to that. Even though I don't have the guarantee coming in a year or two from now, it's going to be way better. So I couldn't be more happy about the direction of everything going right now. Don't, don't, you are not in control, controlled by anything. People, you can do it. My mom had three kids and still got three, two master's degrees. Believe me, she can do it. You can do it. Anybody can do it. We all can do it. You just got to be discipline equals freedom. It's just not going to fall into your lap. So yeah, really excited about that. Real Estate Jake 68 on Instagram. One at all on Instagram. You can find me on either one of those. And if you, if you have any questions, pictures, or anything you want to talk about in anything to talk about in the podcast of sports, real estate, comedy, the whole nine, message me and we can go from there. So, yeah, I mean, the fear is a, is a, is a, is a motherfucker. I'll tell you that because going down this path, there's a lot of self-doubt in the beginning, right? Cause I'm, I'm a confident person, but I'm not cocky. I think there's a fine line between that. Right. Last thing I want to do is be like, Oh, I'm so wonderful. I can't, I'm no, 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 no. I'm not one of those type of dudes, but I confidence. You have to be, you got to have that level of confidence. And I think that comes with experience. I think that comes with an openness to learn and kind of being able to laugh at yourself, which I clearly am able to do with this terrible podcast, but you got to be willing to take the hits, right? You got to be willing to take the hits. That's how winning is done. So yeah, you fear has a way of getting in your head and it, it, it is mind boggling to me just in general, how quick negativity spreads and how slow and hard it is. Positive positivity spread. You ever been in an office or an environment and it's, it's a negative thing just spirals out of nowhere and everybody eats it up. Right. Cause it's fun. People love gossip. It's fucking ridiculous. Look at every reality show. Now how many dumbass housewives that have never done anything for themselves been on. I mean, people love the drama. People love it. I mean, they eat it up like frosted flakes. So there's a helicopter flying over. Do you hear that? City life. That's what it's like living in the city. But yeah, people love negativity and it's just, it's, it's just a human trait that just blows my mind. I've been victim of it. I do it all the time. I'm like, what? No, tell me more. Get out of here. No way. Hashtag. I like this. Can you believe this? Oh my God, we were stupid. How many times has that happened too? Think about it. If anything that's ever happened, this is why I always wait when something breaks. To make, give it a week. Let's see if that story changes nine times instead of running right now. Be like, they need to die. They need to die. This is so, just chill the fuck out. 
wait it out, stuff can change. But yeah, so I've been trying to really be on a positivity kick. But man, I don't know if I'm getting grumpier the older I get, but there's just certain things. But for the most part, I try not to put it out in the world. I kind of keep it to myself and write it out or talk it out. Because I don't think the world needs any more negativity. I think the world needs people that are willing to laugh at themselves, make other people laugh, and just help other people. Without an agenda, man. Can't we just be genuine? I feel like that's getting away. Not everything that you do is supposed to be reciprocated by everybody. Just You can only control your actions. I had to learn that. You'll learn that. Think about it. I mean, you can try to control other people all you want. You're never going to be able to do that to your liking. You can control what you do. You can control how that person being an asshole affected you. And you can feed into it any way you want. The bigger lesson of that is take responsibility. If you react a certain way and it was wrong, just say you were wrong. Why is that so hard? Why do I got to do it all the time? I'm constantly saying I'm wrong. I'm just saying, I feel like that's a trait. Just saying. When you're wrong, you're wrong. Just own it and everything's better that way. Because none of y'all are perfect all the time. I'm not, nobody is. And I'm not talking at you. I'm just saying, just always look at both sides of the coin. Not everything's what it seems. That's what I would, you know, go to New Mexico, people. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's just crazy to me. So I've been trying to stay more positive. The negative shit, it's, it's just hard to ignore. So like I saw that there was like YouTube, Facebook and all them, they do algorithms that are designed based on your clicks to stir up your emotions, right? Did y'all read about, see about this? That's some diabolical mind fucks kind of things. So they purpose, and I've, I've had that happen where I'm like, oh no. And I'll watch the video. I'm like, son of a bitch. It's exactly what they wanted. Just little, those little mind puppets. That's why I always encourage taking breaks. Yeah. So, but that's a quick update of everything going on. Uh, We'll have more sports talk. I'm going to be back on this. If you have any questions about anything, want it tall, real estate, Jake, six, eight Instagrams, go out there, follow, like we'll share funny stories, real estate stories, sports stories, the whole nine. If you're going through something, let me know. I'll let you know what I'm going through. And we, you know, people, help people helping people. <laughs> yeah. So you know where to find me, go out there. Thanks again to everybody that's tuned in and given this a thousand downloads as of right now. We're over a thousand now in all these different countries. Um, the number, I'm hoping everything just continues to get better. Oh, and I got to say too, I should have led the show with this, but I started getting off track. If you want to be on the show, we can get on a Zoom call. If you want to be a guest on this podcast, we, if you're in my area, we, we can link up. So I have multiple mics. You can get on a Zoom call. Just like my bu- my boy Austin from the last episode, we can get on and just start shooting the shit. We can talk. We can make an episode. Just no crazy. Well, yeah, we do want craziness and randomness. <laughs> just no hateful shit. And uh, yeah, so if you want it, that, is, if you want it all, you want it all, right? So yeah, thank you again. We will be back. Uh, yeah, love y'all. See ya. Peace. Oh, I'm not just done yet. <laughs> You thought you were getting rid of me that easy. No, no, you're not. So just to recap, people are sensitive. Stop being offended. Sports, sports, world series. (laughs) All right. Now I'm just, now I feel like I'm just rambling on and that I apologize for. 
Um, I just like I do with Antonio Gibson and Elijah Moore. Hopefully they can bounce back. Yeah, I feel like I'm dragging this thing out now. Uh, so how about how about those Cubs? All right, everybody. I'm seriously ending it now. Thank you again for tuning in. This has been episode 21 of the Want It's All podcast. I'll be back next week. See you. Peace.